Welcome to ReachMD. You're listening to a special edition of Advances in Women's Health, sponsored by BD Diagnostics, committed to helping all people live healthy lives. This program is brought to you by an educational grant from BD Diagnostics. Hello, this is Dr. Prathima Seti, and I am your host for this segment on ReachMD. Today we have with us Dr. Russell Harris. Dr. Harris is a professor of medicine in the Division of General Medicine at the University of North Carolina. He is also the director of the Program on Prevention and Education and Practice. Dr. Harris will be discussing breast cancer screening today. Dr. Harris, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Dr. Harris, what are the benefits and harms of screening women for breast cancer? Thank you for that question. I think it's really important. People in the past have thought of benefits as just being how many cancers did we find. What I'm suggesting here is that it's not just how many cancers that we find that's important. It's what kind of cancers that we find. Some cancers grow very fast, and screening doesn't seem to be helpful in trying to reduce the number of women dying of breast cancer. Some cancers grow very slowly, and they would never cause any trouble at all. And so finding those cancers is really not a benefit. It's actually a harm. We're over-diagnosing cancers, labeling women with breast cancer, and over-treating them. So that's not a benefit at all. Again, that's a harm. There are some cancers, however, in the middle that are neither fast-growing nor really slow-growing, and those are the ones that we really want to find. The trouble is that it's really hard to tell which ones they are. So that's the benefit side. We need to find a certain kind of breast cancer, not just all breast cancers. The harms are numerous. We talked a little bit about overdiagnosis, but there are also false positives. There's also anxiety caused by the workup. Uh, there are problems with biopsies uh, occasionally getting infected, that sort of thing. So there are multiple harms uh, that we have to balance against any benefits that we find. The benefits should be counted in terms of reducing the number of women dying of this disease. So Dr. Harris, breast cancer screening is done with digital mammography. Should we still screen women every one to two years? What's your thoughts on that? Thank you for the question again. The number of breast cancer deaths prevented seems to be about the same whether you screen every year or every two years. Therefore, screening every year is not needed. Screening every two years is perfectly adequate. The other thing that happens, though, when we screen every year is that we increase the harms. We increase the false positives. We increase the overdiagnosis. And so that's a big problem. By screening more intensively, we actually do not increase benefits. We just increase harms. So if you look actually at how mammography has developed over the years, we've been studying mammography since the 1960s. Uh, since then, the uh, mammography uh, sensitivity has improved dramatically. In the 60s, it was very poor. You could hardly see a cancer. 
And now it's very clear the technology has improved dramatically. However, the number of women dying of breast cancer, the rate at which they're dying, has really not changed related to mammography. So we're not getting an increased effect from mammography even though we've increased the sensitivity. What we may have done is to increase sensitivity to the extent that it has increased false positives and increased overdiagnosis. Thus, we're increasing costs, we're increasing harms, but not getting the benefit of increasing sensitivity. So, Dr. Harris, in your opinion, what are the best ways for screening uh, for breast cancer? MRI, ultrasound, mammography? What are your thoughts on that? That's a very good question. Technology never stands still. I was just talking about the improved technology from the 1960s. So the real question now is, would further enhancements in mammography, for example, or switching to MR, would that reduce the number of women dying from breast cancer? Remember that the projections are now that if we continue on the same track, in 2020, about 50,000 women will die from breast cancer. So what we do now should reduce that number. So would further enhancements improve that? The answer is that there is no evidence that increasing cancer detection by continuing to enhance the same technology would reduce the number of women dying of breast cancer. The increasing sensitivity, the increasing intensity of screening would likely increase false positives and increase overdiagnosis and certainly increase costs, but with no evidence at all that we're really reducing that number of 50,000 women dying in 2020 of breast cancer. How do we get that number down? That's the key issue. And I don't sure, I'm not sure at all that the answer is in screening. If you are just tuning in, you are listening to ReachMD, and I am your host, Dr. Prathima Seti. I am speaking with Dr. Russell Harris, and we are talking about breast cancer screening. So where should we go from here in terms of reducing the number of women dying from breast cancer? That's a really important question, and I'm not sure that prevention has an answer right now. I think that screening is making a contribution but not a very large contribution to reducing the number of women dying of breast cancer. Another option that we haven't thought about very much that we should be using more is thinking about postmenopausal weight gain. There's no question but that that's associated consistently with increasing breast cancer and increasing breast cancer mortality. Also, increasing physical activity is independently associated with reducing breast cancer and breast cancer mortality. We also know that excessive alcohol use increases breast cancer and breast cancer mortality. So there are lifestyle issues that we should be thinking about as well. Doing appropriate lifestyle changes is not just for your heart, it should also be for cancer. In the meantime, we need to continue to do research. Clearly, if there were a way of in risk assessment, finding a very uh, important and strong indicator that we can distinguish the women who are going to get breast cancer from those who are not, then we can focus our activity uh, and our prevention activity on the women who are at highest risk. 
At the moment, though, we do not have adequate risk assessment tools. Dr. Harris, what is overdiagnosis in breast cancer screening, and how can we avoid that? Overdiagnosis means finding cancers that don't need to be found. That is, finding cancers that, in the absence of screening, would never have become clinically apparent. They would have just been there and stayed there, and the patient had, would never have known about it. When we find cancers that don't need to be found like that, then two things happen. The first is that we tell the woman that she now has breast cancer. That's called labeling. That's telling people that they have a condition that they would never have known that they had in the absence of screening. That causes huge effects on the family and on the person, as you might imagine. Suddenly, the person doesn't just become a regular person, it becomes a woman with breast cancer, uh, and that changes everything. Uh, the family also is turned upside down often in this situation. So labeling is the first problem that comes from overdiagnosis. The second problem that comes from overdiagnosis is that women are then treated when they don't need to be treated. So they then have surgery, they may have hormonal therapy, they may have radiation, they may even have chemotherapy. And all that happens from that is that people can be harmed but not helped at all. So they go through a completely changed life well, with the possibility of treatments that they don't need. And um, on the other side, there are no benefits. And so overdiagnosis is a huge problem. It turns out that from the best studies, about 20% of screen-detected cancers of the breast are probably overdiagnosed. And if you add in ductal carcinoma in situ, or DCIS, it may be 30% or even more of screen-detected cancers, or DCIS, are overdiagnosed. That is, we're labeling women, we're over-treating them when they don't really need that. Plus the fact that we're, of course, adding in huge cost to all of this as well. So this is a clear negative thing for uh, us, for our women patients, and for society as a whole. So Dr. Harris, do you have any final thoughts on breast cancer screening? Yes. I think in talking to our patients about breast cancer screening and in talking to the public, we need to have them understand that just finding every cancer is not the answer. That what we have to do is to find that strategy of screening that best balances benefits versus harms and costs. And by screening more intensively, that is by screening a wider group of women and screening them every year rather than every two years, and by using more sensitive screening techniques, we may be increasing harms more than benefits. In the meantime, we need to consider also lifestyle changes as being something that might reduce breast cancer mortality. Thank you, Dr. Harris, for being with us today and for sharing with us your thoughts on this very important topic. I am your host, Dr. Prathima Seti, and you've been listening to ReachMD. If you missed any part of this discussion, please visit ReachMD.com to download this podcast. Thank you for listening. Once again, you've been listening to ReachMD. The preceding program was sponsored by BD Diagnostics. 
committed to helping all people live healthy lives.